Welcome to episode two of Double D20s. My name is Tori. My name is Shalina. If you're just finishing episode one, you'll be happy to know you're cruising right into an easy episode under two hours. If you're not, and you've been anxiously awaiting your next dose of Flower Brains content, well, it is here! In all seriousness, though, this week's episode is a little shorter than most. We had some technical difficulties through the entire process. We had to re-record the entire episode, so you'll hear the cast joke about that throughout. But overall, it's here, and it's a great, heart-wrenching episode, if I do say so myself. On that note, please make sure to check out the video description for the trigger warnings for the episode. It does feature D&D-related violence and character death. And now, it seems despite all odds, the show must go on. to episode two of flower brains if you guys did not watch episode one you are going to be very confused to recap Ness got the band back together each in their own little way everyone got a sticky note though with it just the two words the band they decided that it is everyone's best interest to do a comeback they had their opening number of the first night surprising everyone with how amazing the first set was i mean not surprising because they were a great brand in the beginning but right after the first number they just heard shrieking and growling and people started terrifyingly running out of the stadium and that's where we are now we went ahead and rolled for initiative just in case anyone does want to note it for their records the initiative order is astrid ww2 ww3 cow emerald ness and ww1 we're going to start with Astrid. Bestie, you up. Can I go off the stage? And I'm guessing that's a, a gate in front? Yeah, there is a gate in front of the stage. Can I make a perception? Yeah. Go ahead and give me that roll. 16. Yeah, what exactly are you like? Where are you looking? What are you looking for? I'm trying to see where the growling is coming from. The growling is coming from the far back of the stadium. You can tell that both by probably kind of the direction that people are running from and also how low it is. Not really quiet because it's kind of loud. Okay. So right now, can I use the rest of my movement and the dash action to get farther to the back? Yeah. Are you telling Apollo to rule anything? I think I just leave Apollo on the stage. I'm pretty much telling him to stay on stage and like listen to like Ness or Emerald. So you can make it over. You can make it like right here. Head go the other side. You, you want to go this way? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. For context, by other side, I mean for us more towards the left. Okay. Is that all you're doing with your turn? I'm going to look back at Ness and I guess give her like a little wave at something like that, which will give her bardic inspiration. Okay, let's see. What is our friend going to do? WW going to move 50 feet. He's just going to freaking run. WW220. We got one for three. Um, I say you're probably going to move up this way and it's going to head towards. And then that is. Okay, Cal, you are up. So for Cal, she's going to step towards the edge of the stage. And as she like, is jumping off of it, wild shapes into a velociraptor. 
about the size of a turkey, has feathers, the whole thing. Badass. And she just starts taking off. Um, She's gunning for World War II. Beautiful. Love it. Okay. She has 50 feet of movement, so I don't know if she'll make it or not. She'll get about 25 feet away. Okay. And for my bonus action, uh, Starry Form Archer, so I can make a ranged spell attack against it. So I'm going to roll 22 to hit. I had rolled the mods. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, that is nine points of radiant damage. Just kind of being shot out of the tattoos on the now Velociraptor. Alrighty, is there anything else you're doing with your turn? Uh, I think that is all that I can do, so I'll end my turn. Emerald, you're up. Okay, cool. So, with where I am right now, can I see the creatures that we are referring to as WW and know what they are? You can likely, there's still a lot of, quite a bit of people in here. I think the only one that you might be able to catch a glimpse of is WW2. Okay, cool. So I like know what I'm fighting. Yeah, you. I think you can tell that it's a creature. If you want to do a perception check, you can. Yeah, cool. I'm going to make a perception check then and see if I can see this thing. That is a 17. Yeah, you can definitely tell that it's a wolf and a winter wolf at that. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm going to move, how far am I, like, from the closest one? So WW2 there, how far am I from him? To the gate is 25 feet. Okay. And then to the first row is 50. Okay, so I'm going to take, I'm going to fly forward, like, 30 feet to get, like, on the other side of the gate there. And then I'm going to cast Dissonant Whimpers? Wow, okay. Dissonant Whimpers. (laughs) Dissonant Whimpers? That's a new one. The depressed version of Whispers. Obviously. Yeah, I'm going to cast that on World War II there. So that is a wisdom saving throw from Mr. World War II. Mr. World War II? Little wise. 14. That does not save. He takes 11 points of psychic damage as a horrible dissonant sound um, of like weird guitar frets buzzing his ears Ooh, ow. and then as a bonus action i'm going to turn and look at cal and emerald kind of does finger guns and says the band and cal has perfect inspiration with her colossoraptor claws tries to finger gun back it looked painful <laughs> amazing Alrighty, next what's she doing girl I'm going to look at her boy Apollo and I'm going to be like, go to the middle of the stage and signal if Astrid gets into trouble. How far away is World War III from me? 90 feet away from you. Okay, then I'm going to move. I'm going to use my whole movement, which is 30 feet, and I'm going to go straight for him. And then I'm going to use my action to, to also move towards him. And then I'm going to use... um uh a bonus action to dash towards him the rest of the way. So I'm just right in his face. Hey, yeah, so you're right, you're right up on that. You're right up on that guy. Congratulations, you're engaged. I'm engaged to World War Three. I hope it ends just how I want this one to end. Yes. What? <laughs> that got scary. Till death do you part? <laughs> no. Ness, can you make a dexterity saving throw for me? 11. I don't think I did well. Uh, no. I have evasion. That's good. 
That's that's really good because I rolled really hard. Fuck you. <laughs> World War One runs up, he has full movement, comes down the aisle of the stadium as people are rushing out, bumping into each other, trying to avoid this beast thing, plants his feet into the ground, like bucks his head back, and as he comes forward, just a whole freezing wind comes in your direction. World War Three also has to make the save. Ness, you said you get half damage on a failed save? Yeah. Okay, you take 12 points of cold damage. Oh, see, that's not even bad. World War Three failed. So, World War Three takes 24 points of damage. Astrid, my dear. Question. Are there still like a bunch of people? They are still running out because it has been less than a minute. I'm going to do psychic lance on Brother Bond, which is an intelligence roll of sixteen. They have to be. Um yeah, they got a nine, so they failed. Thirty eight damage. Are you are you doing anything else with your turn? Does everybody have burning inspiration still? I I do. Um, I'm actually, can I give Bard inspiration to Emerald? Sweet. Um, yeah, so you go ahead, and what did we, what's Astrid's form of Bardic inspiration look like? You know what? I got, all I got is, like, a hair flip, and looking at the person. <laughs> I have, I... That's sassy, I like You're it. so fancy. That's and literally that so Astrid, I can yeah. see it. Perfect. Can we add the hair flip, but also a wink? Yes! When I saw that, I was like, mmm. Emerald is deeply inspired by it. Just truly, deeply within their soul. <laughs> All right. So then we have a friend, World War II. I don't think World War II is our friend. I'm going to be honest. Thank you. Cal, this is a 26. Hit your AC. Yeah, I'm a fucking velociraptor. It definitely hits. Okay, so you take five points of piercing damage and then can you roll me a dc 14 strength saving throw to not be knocked over okay i rolled a 14 but i also used my bardic inspiration because velociraptors have a negative two strength modifier beats it beats it so you're good you don't get knocked from cool i just it's probably such a weird position for her to be in where it's like i'm not strong enough <laughs> i'm not tall anymore all right. That's all for World War Two. World War Three coming after Ness. Ness is a 19 hit your AC. Just a lot. You take 10 points of piercing damage, and can you give me that? Can you give me that strength saving throw? Wow, 10. You're knocked over, bestie. You want okay. to? So I'm knocked over, correct? We shall take half your movement to get up when it is your turn. But for oh, now, I'm not going anywhere. I'm fucking this motherfucker up. Cal! Cal, it's your turn! Save Raptor is gonna <laughs> attack World War II. What can what can Colossoraptor do? Yeah, being as like she just got out of like an attempted pounce is what it feels like. She's gonna scramble and then go to bite the wolf. Go ahead, give me that attack rule. 21 to hit. Yeah, I hit. Go ahead and roll damage. That is a that is a four. I rolled a one and I have a plus three to damage. So 
I did not do much damage to World War II. It's pretty resilient. I can use a bonus action. I think I can shoot another starry arrow thingy. Cool. I'm going to roll to hit with that. That is a also a 21. I rolled two 16s for both of my attacks. So damage. Oh, okay, that's better. That's nine points of damage. This little archer appears next to me and just like point blank shoots the wolf. Like, ah. All right. Is that all you were doing with your turn? Yeah, that's that's all I got. Her. She might be barking as a velociraptor. What does a velociraptor's bark sound like? It's kind of like, <clears throat> but like, but like harder. You know what I mean? Hey, Emerald, you're up. Emerald is going to. Okay, actually, question: Are both World War Two and World War Three within sixty feet of me? I know World War Two is, but World War Three is also in sixty feet of me, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to cast Command at second level on both of them and tell them to halt, um, and they each need to make a Wisdom saving throw, a DC 16. That seems unfair. I knocked one dice into the other, and they both hit on the 16. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Oh, wow, they both fail. Yeah, so they cannot move, and they cannot take actions this turn because um, they, have, they have been halted. Uh, Emerald will turn and look at Astrid, Finger Guns, the band, um, and Astrid also has Bardic Inspiration now. And that is my turn. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Fully just in, I mean, not technically incapacitated, but... Well, not mechanically incapacitated, but they can't do anything. Okay, uh, with that, it is Ness's turn. Okay, so I'm going to try to attack this wolf. And um, I want to take my base. Do you want me to roll first, or do you want me to explain what I want to do? I want you to explain what you want to do. Okay. I want to take my base, and <clears throat> I want to... I want to whack this wolf so hard in its head that it just... Crushes its skull. Okay, make an attack roll. 17. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. So, so tell me what happens as you absolutely, like, bash this wolf's head in. I'm gonna take my base and smash this wolf's head in and say, You're such a bad dog! And then I'm going to look back at Apollo and be like, Apollo, no, I'm so sorry. You're not a bad dog. These are bad dogs. You're a perfect dog. You're a good boy. Like, I want to take the rest of my movement and, like, retreat a little bit. Uh, I actually want to go towards Astrid. Okay, so you want to go this way? Yeah. So I only get, like, 15 feet, so I can't go super far. Boop, boop, boop. That is... One turn. Ness and Astrid, can you make me a DC 12 dexterity saving throw? I got a 14, guys. We finally made it out of here with these dice. Okay, and you're, are you, can you use evasion every time? Can I use evasion? Yeah. So I guess you take no. Um, I got a natural 20. I believe in the rule that if you get a nat 20 on a save where you take damage, you quarter the damage instead of... Because I feel like if you succeed the save and you take half damage, that's cool. But if you get a nat 20, the rules as it stands is like, eh, you're taking six damage. 
cold damage. All right, Astrid, it's your turn. I'm going to go up to level one, and I'm going to try and stab him with my rapier. Okay. So let me, it's a 14 hit. Yeah, yeah, it hit. Oh, 17 piercing damage. World War One is within an inch of his life. As it should be. Amazing. I should really keep up with this. But who does that have for each inspiration? I do not. I don't. I do either. Hey, I don't know if I can even, like, see Colossoraptor from where I am. Nah. Okay, well, I'm give my inspiration uh, to Ness again and just do, like, a little hair flip. Can I very quickly move more towards Ness a little bit? Alrighty. Well, since World War Two and World War Three cannot move or take an action, <laughs> thanks to our dear friend Emerald. Hell yeah, baby. Um, it's gonna be Cal. Hey. Okay. Um. So if World War Two is not able to take an action. Is it able to take an opportunity attack? I don't think so. Well, it, so an opportunity attack is a reaction. It technically just says that it can't take actions or movement, so I would assume it could take a reaction. Damn. Okay. I'm just gonna bite it again and shoot it with Mr. Arrow Guy. Go ahead. Okay, so the bite first. That's a 14 plus 5, so that's a 19 to hit this Winter Wolf. You definitely hit it. Cool. Rolling... Super high. That's a six for the bite attack. And then starry form archer. That is an 18 to hit. That also hits. Go ahead and roll the match. Oh, fuck. Uh, I rolled a one, so that's three on that. So yeah. It's not looking any better than World War Three, who is rough. So with that, uh, we're back to Emily. Okay. Um, am I... Can I, like, get up on to world war ii like am i within 30 feet at the moment yeah okay so i'm gonna take my movement to get right up onto world war ii and then i'm going to cast inflict wounds that is an attack roll let's see that is a freaking that is a 21 to hit baby that is for sure all right and that is what is that 3d10 i believe let me double check that um it's a ridiculous amount of damage though um for a first level spell. Let's see. Uh, I had it open. And then I lost it. Where did it go? Well, that's because I don't know my alphabet. And they're in alphabetical order. That's fine. Yeah, it's it's 3d10. Okay. Uh, let's see. 3d10. Uh, that is, let's see. That is 16 necrotic damage. For wow. World War II. And, um, Cal, you don't have Bardic at the moment, do you? Does Colossoraptor currently have Bardic? No. No? I don't believe so. Okay. She's Uh, also not here, so. Okay. Well, um, Cal has Bardic now. Finger guns, the band. Um, Beautiful. And that is my turn. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That brings us to Ness. Okay, I have a question because my brain is failing me like normal. Um, what can I use Bardic Inspiration with? I Almost can read anything. 
I can read it to you in like just a second. Um, also, I don't know if you caught that, Dahlia, but you have bardic inspiration. Um, hey, finger I, guns again in the middle of yeah. biting this thing. Just amazing. <laughs> Hold on. Um, so like I know like it's different for like different subclass, like valor bards. You get like bardic inspiration on more stuff than others. Um, but I believe let me just double check so I can because I have it written here. Um, it's an ability check, attack roll, attack roll, or saving throw. Right. Um, if it's a Valor Bard, you can use it on other stuff too, but none of us are Valor Bards, so. Okay, okay, okay. I want to do something stupid. Um, okay. Ness wholeheartedly understands that uh, she definitely just ran away from this, this wolf because she forgot it couldn't move. So she wants to run back, jump off the bleachers, and slam the bass guitar into its head. Go ahead, roll with that. Nat 20, are you fucking kidding me? No. Hey. We love we a crit. Love, we love that's like the, new guys. That's also like the perfect thing to crit on, is just like the chaos of that. Mm -hmm. Just like... What do I roll now? Uh, you roll damage and then you double it. So I roll damage and double it. I'm also going to use my bardic inspiration here anyway. It's just why the fuck not kill it is when we can. Okay, um, so I got 16 and then I just double that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 32. <laughs> that is the weirdest place for a nat 20 to have landed. You killed it so hard that if it was a PC, it'd be permadead. Hell yeah. That's what I'm out here trying to do. Fuck them up. Listen, I guess these blue dice just did, just did this time. Um, I just wanna, uh, how, how far is that, Tori? How far is that distance? Yeah. Within five feet. Uh, I guess I don't really have anything else to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm done. That's my turn. Well, let's get World War Three out of here. It's, um, okay, so World War One is gonna come up to Astrid. Hey, Astrid, bestie. No, no. We got besties. Much like last time, World War One's been kind of unproblematic. <laughs> we yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. I did ready. Um, I did ready Apollo in case Astrid got into trouble. She did. Yeah, we can talk. Also, I would like to uh, thank um, for was it was it for the bright inspiration because when mm -hmm. I used it, it gave me temporary hit points. You are welcome. Astrid, <laughs> my dear, does a 28 hit your AC? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm gonna hear that one more time. A 28? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I would say so. What, yeah, right. what kind of dice are you using? 50-sided die? I didn't even know this, too. Um, you take... Oh, God. 13 points of damage. Oh, hold on, hold on. Thirteen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all my, all, all those are gone. And then, do 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 do. Hachi dachi. That is World War One. And Ashley, it's your turn. That Ness did. Te Apollo did technically ready in action. What would you say Apollo does if he does anything when you get attacked? 
um, I feel like Apollo would, like, firstly just bark towards, like, I guess, well, everybody would hear it, but bark mainly towards Ness, who told him, you know, to tell everybody. And then I feel like Apollo, I don't, he won't make it there. So did we say how far his movement was, by the way? Mm-hmm. And after saying this, I've realized I'm going to save this when I get the chance. Apollo has 40 feet of movement, so he can make it to, like, here. Is that where he would move? Yeah. Apollo barks over a nest and tries to get everybody's attention, runs off the stage, jumps over the fence uh, very cutely, very gracefully, um, and then runs up, rushes to your side, and kind of, uh, like, stands right in front of kind of your wheels, growling. I should say growling and showing his teeth and all that, yes. Yeah. So now it's your turn. I'm gonna just do anything without hurting people. So I'm gonna take my rapier again and try and slash him again. Alright, go ahead and roll attack. 18 hit. Yes, it does. Go ahead and roll the mods. 8 points of piercing damage. World War One is dead! Yeah, it we ended be. a war. Hey. We ended two wars, it looks like. We're ending war. How is it that World War Two is still the most potent? I think it's because I haven't bit it in its ass yet. I agree. Subscribe to me how ruthlessly you stab this wolf. Go for its throat. Go for its throat. Uh, Take a swing to slash his throat open. Beautiful. You slash that throat open and it wails in pain and thrashes a little bit and collapses to the ground. Um, And Apollo is like, he's, he doesn't hiss because obviously he's a dog, but there's a little bit of like a... It's a full-ass golden retriever going... <laughs> For my bonus action, I'm going to give Barnes inspiration to Emerald, because I think Kelso has one, right? Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a little hair flip. I'm going to do a wink again, and um, to Emerald. Amazing. I'm going to pet Apollo and give him a treat and be like, good boy, good boy. He is a good boy. Um, yeah, so then um, World War II is going to go after Ness, because Ness is the one that just attacked. Going to disengage what? with us? What? Oh, no, I'm... Emerald, I can't. I, I was literally color. so confused. I was like, I haven't touched World War Two. I got my we can colors. Just, we can also colors. just. Is it colors or is it because Shalina made the decision to like create you a character were, whose you name said it was okay? What I did say it was okay. I didn't say it wasn't going to confuse people. There is a huge difference. I that said is a good I point. That is a I very said, good point. I said it was personally okay with me that you created a character whose name had a difference than my real name of one letter. I did not say it was not going to be confusing. I said it was okay with me. To be fair, I never asked if it was going to be confusing. You did not ask. You said, Nessie, is it okay that my character's name is basically your name? And I said, yeah, that's fine with me. <laughs> and now look at Tori, all fucked up all the time. <laughs> do, do you need a saving throw from me, or is this just an attack? It's just an attack. <laughs> okay, cool. Get there one day. Maybe we'll roast Tori a little harder before. Um, if we aren't roasting Tori, are we playing D&D? Exactly. 
Damn, your own party turns against you. Um, I'm assuming a 22 hits your AC. Yeah, that hits. I remember the last time we did this, Tori was like, wait, how tall off the ground and can this wolf jump up off the ground? Oh my and they god. And just doing math, oh and I was like, this is ridiculous. Well, especially because that wolf fucking kangaroo jumped. Exactly. Just you know what? This, wolf, this wolf kangaroo Isn't jumps. It? Kangaroo jumps. I love that yeah. this makes sense to nobody, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> this conversation makes no sense to anybody, but it's okay. All they need to know is that this wolf gets on its hind leg and fully <laughs> blows itself into the air just to bite your ass. Like a kangaroo. Does it move out of engaged range with me when it does jump into the air to bite Emerald? Yeah. How much damage do I take when I get kangaroo jump attacked <laughs> by a wolf? Chaos. Um, you take 10 um, piercing Ooh. damage. Um, okay. And I think I think we also confirmed since you're in the air, you can't get knocked prone. So yeah, that is World War II turn. World War Three is dead. Um, Cal, you're up. Cool. I bite World War II's ass. Good. Bite him right in the ass. Go for it, bestie. World of One. No. Like a nat one. Yep. Colossoraptor failed. No. And on, on biting biting a wolf's ass too. Is is when Colossoraptor rolls her first nat one. I just what, what happens to me? How embarrassing is this? It's oh, no. so sad. You bite through your own fucking leg. No. I bite myself out of what shape? <laughs> it just goes yeah. back. Cal's just sitting there with her own leg in her mouth. <laughs> Theoretically, if you attack yourself with your own bite attack. Would you lose all of your wild shape this point? Um, yeah, I have like four left, so and it's a plus three on the damage, <laughs> I think. Yeah, so no matter what, if I hit myself, I'm leaving um wild shape. If it's a bite or claw attack. Yeah, I would say that you probably miss so hard you like nick yourself enough. Cal is yeah, Cal is now sitting there, very like the hulked out clothing, just leg in mouth, very confused. Beautiful. Oh, no, for her bonus action though, uh, Starry Form Archer is gonna shoot World War II. Just kind of like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's doing, but anyway. <laughs> uh, that does hit, and that is huh, three points of damage because I rolled another fucking one. What in the world? I'm having a horrible time, y'all. Wait a minute. Do remember, you do have burning inspiration, I think. Oh, can I roll that for damage? I think you have to be a Valor Bard for it to be damage. I'm looking at my sheet. I think... Okay, because it wouldn't have fixed that nat one if it tried, so... No, sadly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's making sure. Okay, well, I hit World War II for three points of radiant damage, and both my Archer Constellation and I look very embarrassed to exist. Like, he doesn't have a face. It's just a constellation. constellation. But, like... But there's, like, a little bit of redness on this. There's disappointment, yeah. And, like, yeah, Cal's cheeks are definitely, like, flushed, like, a deeper green. Like, oh, God. I fucked up. Amazing. Oh, Emerald is your team. <laughs> uh, Emerald is gonna go after Mr. World War II with 
another inflict wounds. Uh, let's see. That is a... What do I add to that? Uh, 15 to hit? That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Thank goodness. And that is... Let's see. Come on, come on, come on, dice. Don't fail me now, baby. Oh, hell yeah. That is... That is 13 points of necrotic damage. That is death. World War II is dead. Hell yes. We took out World War II. We have ended the Winter Wolf World Wars. That's a tongue twister. Winter Wolf World World Wars. Wars. Oh yeah, it is. It's harder than I I thought it would be. I can't say that shit. How fucking dare you? (laughs) Winter... Wait, Winter, Winter Wolf, Wolf World, World Wars. Winter Wolf. Wait, it's so much worse when you hear people saying it to yourself. Hold on. Winter Wolf World Wars. I feel like yeah. that wasn't awful. Winter Wolf World Wars. Winter I have a hip hop with that. Yeah, that's how I feel. It doesn't help that I mix up my R's and W's sometimes, so I'm just like, oh, that could be real, real bad. If combat is over, Cal is going to start canvassing, like, for bodies or people who are hurt most of the people have left the stadium there is a couple stragglers who themselves didn't feel like they were in a whole lot of danger because you guys kind of had it handled so they were just staying behind to record the whole thing there is a small um group of people like clustered around um one spot towards the back of the stadium okay i think i cal would probably approach before anything else happens, I don't know. I think she would want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Before, uh, um, is anybody else doing anything? I think Emerald's kind of following, but not like right up against Cal. Just kind of like at a little bit of a distance, just in case there's any like other threat or anything that comes about. So Emerald would be there to help Cal. Nas goes up to Astrid and be like, what the hell were the wings about? Right back in on the drama. <laughs> don't, don't we have like more important things to worry about? I mean, this is yeah. like a normal day, <laughs> but we could talk about it later. On that note, yeah, okay. And then I get Ashley just wa- starts watching towards and um, Cal and Emerald. Ness follows. Yeah. So as you guys sort of approach this group of people huddled in the back of the stadium, you can see a few things. There is one woman standing there. Um, who is on the phone trying to talk to someone. Her voice sounds very frantic. She's kind of mumbling to herself. You see, like, Milo is there. Milo has made his way out. And if you look kind of, like, off to your right, Billy and Blake are coming from another one of the back entrances. And as you get closer, you can tell that someone is kneeling over a body on the ground, kind of almost covering the whole image of them. It is a teenage girl maybe about 14 or 15 and she is just full-on sobbing in absolute tears her body is like physically heaving with the state of crying and as you know milo sort of like comes up steps up behind her you know puts their like hands on her shoulders and tries to like slightly pull her away you can see yeah, like as she's moved away that there is just a giant like awful um, bite mark with like at least a pound of flesh taken out of a man's body and blood just covered all over it. And he's clearly deceased. Yeah, healing word. I was like... <laughs> I know. I was like, oh yeah, like healing word, healing word's not going to bring anybody back from the dead, yeah. though. Yeah, as as like Cal sees it, because I assume out of the group, she's like the first one to get up there. Um, mm-hmm. Her like 
jaw drops and like she's visibly like actually starting to like cry about it. Like covers her mouth and is like just a little bit broken by the sight, I think. Just not having a good time with it. I don't know if anyone else has uh, declarations about it though, about the situation. Yeah, I think Emerald kind of like at that point like approaches next to Cal and just kind of like reaches over and holds Cal's hand. Ness can sense something's wrong. And uh, she just gets a little closer and she sees the body and she just like, like doesn't say much, just like really just like taken back by it. And it's just like, uh, that wasn't supposed to happen type of thing. Like, like doesn't know what to do, but doesn't want to get too close because there's still like people over there that are alive. Ashton, I'm just like, it's like a whisper, not on purpose, just from shot. Just is like, oh shit. And then like, Almost like, not in like it covers her mouth behind her, but she's saying, but she's like that in shock. Almost like covering her mouth. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think as, you know, all of you are reacting to this scene, the youthful, your other two bodyguards make it um, up to kind of the group of you. And Billy uh, kind of cuts you off from um, what is happening in terms of like the scene in front of you. And kind of, not necessarily, like, holds his arms out, like, oh, but, like... Um, you shall like, not pass! <laughs> um, kind of, like, holds his hands up a little bit, and he's just like, I think I think we should move back to the trailer. I think we should wrap things up. Um, ENTs are on their way. Blake is going to get this figured out. Milo is going to help get the family where they need to go, and then he's going to come join us. And you guys okay? Is any... Are any of you hurt? I like to imagine that Cal has all of the blood that was on the Velociraptor on her. Um, but, like, she doesn't say anything. She just kind of, like, her head falls a bit. And she starts, like, heading towards the trailer, I think. Or the bus, whatever. Yeah, I think Emerald kind of just turns around and starts heading after Cal. Uh, Ness doesn't say anything to Billy, but, like, turns to Astrid and just, like, let's go. And then goes and grabs, like, the case to her base and just heads to the bus as well yeah after ness says that she just says come on apollo and then turns around and goes back to the bus yeah um is there anything that like as you guys get back to the bus billy uh milo kind of catches up after about 15 minutes you can kind of tell that they're not really themselves um in this moment like could i do like an insight check on them yeah yeah, I'm going to okay. do that, too. That is a 15. It's a nat 1 from Emerald, so I don't think... Can I also do an insight check? Yeah. No empathy. Emerald. Emerald, Milo's fine. He, they're chilling. They've got... They, this was one of the best days of No, nope, I'm doing it, too. <laughs> and I'm going to do one as well. Fuck. And an 8. I got a 15. Well, luckily, Ness, Milo didn't roll there. Um, Milo, yeah, Milo's not doing well. Um, they typically don't do well with sad emotions, just in general. Um, but you can see that there was, like, something about their interaction with the teenage daughter of this man who had passed really, like, kind of shook them to their core. They haven't really experienced a serious moment on tour with Astrid yet. Um, so this is their very first like real experience of things can actually go wrong. I think Kyle would 
approach and just like wrap Milo in like a bear hug, like pick him up fully, bear hug. Cause she's crying, like she has been. Milo is not gonna resist that. <laughs> Are you still watching? Is this a bloody bear hug? Oh yeah, lovely. Overly bloody everywhere. <laughs> I I thought we got like back to the bus. Okay. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, see, she just fully picks them up. She's crying. I'm sure he or they shit. They probably are a little bit. Oh, a hundred percent. Like there is tears at the like you can tell that they are not yet fully like sobbing, but they're like. Second, they're a pencil drop away. <laughs> the dam is opening. <laughs> Billy doesn't honestly look all that much different than he normally does. Um, Billy is always kind of like that energy of like, everything is of the utmost importance um, at all times. So, but you can tell that there is like sort of a somberness to his voice as he kind of like describes to you what is happening back at the stadium. In terms of like they're coming in, um, they're taking care of the body. Like is going to make sure that like all the arrangements are made. Um, in terms of setting up a family, uh, set, set, <laughs> setting up housing for the family. Um, yeah. And then is there anything that you guys are doing as you kind of get ready for bed for the night? Are you on social media? Mess uh, cleans her guitar, her bass guitar, and is just like asks Billy when Blake's coming back. And then um waits for Billy to answer. Oh, probably probably not till the morning, kiddo. Okay, so Ness wholeheartedly just lays in Blake's like couch bed area. Okay. I'll remember that. I mean like after getting clean and everything. Okay. I need to be able to have a moment like when it's not post fan death to tease Blake a little bit. But uh, not Blake, Ness about Blake. But it won't be right now. Fair enough. I had to let go of my teasing as well. Do you, are you going to move back to your bed? Absolutely not. You kind of have to. No, because Blake's not coming back till the morning. Consistency. What? Consistency. You oh, woke shit. Up and- oh, yeah. I get up in the morning and go back to my bed like at like 2 a.m. when I realize like, no, at like 6.30 a.m. when I realize everyone else is asleep and they just left me on there. And then I go finish out sleeping in the morning in my bed. Depending on how Milo's doing, Cal will either drop them or actually just fully put them in the bunk bed. <laughs> um, I love that. Um, I think they're going to take the free climb. <laughs> and then she will clean herself up. And probably if there is any form of alcohol on this tour bus. Which there should be. There will be, there will be a shot taken and then she will make her way to bed. Emerald will join Cal for a shot and then hand them a book about plants that they think Cal would really enjoy. Um, Emerald has like the book stash over by their bed. So Emerald kind of goes over to the book stash, picks out a book, doesn't say anything, hands a book to Cal, does a shot with Cal, and then goes to bed as well. Well, actually, they're going to they're gonna text their parents like as they're getting in bed, just kind of like a, hey, I'm guessing you saw what happened. Uh, talk to you later kind of thing. Um, I think... Cal, in response to, like, the book, would give, like, a quick hug, trying not to, like, crumple the wings. Very, very gingerly, like, the six-foot-five monster just, like, gingerly wrapping arms to not mess with fairy wings and going, like, tap, tap. Emerald (laughs) Emerald appreciates it. And there's just, like, a little soft, uh, like, a thank you. I have a question. 
Isn't it like canon that I like harass Emerald's parents at all points? Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to say Ness also wholeheartedly (laughs) texted Emerald's parents and was like, don't worry, we're fine. And that's it. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, No concept. uh, Context. You get a little um, message back that just says that um, they liked the message. <laughs> not even totally a fucking ignored. Yeah. Not even a real text message, just a like. Damn. So happy that Cal does not know what a cell phone is, so she doesn't have to deal with that kind of rejection. Wait, I, it doesn't really matter, but in it's gonna be different in world. But does Ness have like? Like an iPhone, like an Android. Uh, like in world, the equivalent to an iPhone. Get that Android shit out of here. I feel like the Android would be reskinned as something like a Warforge. Ha ha ha. Yeah. No, I was just asking because on Android, it doesn't like a message. It literally sends you a text. Yeah. They they like the message. Which is hilarious. It's so know. frustrating. Believe me, I know. And when you're in a group chat with people who have Androids and iPhones, you see the liked the message and, and the message, I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you see both. Yeah, oh. See both. Super great, right? It's, it's cute. Fantastic. It looks really nice. Very cute. Um, anyways, I think Astrid would like, tell Apollo like, to pretty much he can do whatever he wants. Um, other than mess with the plants bus, and then she would probably, because I'm assuming everybody's, like, tending to their wounds and, like, taking showers and whatnot on the bus. So while everybody's doing that, Ashley would go last, and while she's waiting for everybody to get done, um, so she can go and shower and get cleaned up, she's gonna check social media to see... She touches her to see if there's been anything said, any videos, pictures, stuff like that. Yeah, um, from the most part, the general opinion is, like, more so everyone is kind of freaking out. Um, some stuff is coming out about the fact that someone died, but there's not a ton of information. Um, on some Twitter threads, people think that it's, like, a publicity stunt. But um, so far, there's just a general of, oh, my God, like, what is going on kind of thing. Um, I think Astrid would on not the band's social media accounts, but like on her personal account, be like saying something like not a this wasn't faked or anything like that. Fully real. Um more information to come out soon. Um the band and I are I guess okay. That was part. Um what? We're okay for the most part. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was like, we're not okay, but we are. So like, we're like, Traumatized as fuck. Yeah, we're all for trauma. Heavy. I actually don't know. That's a 13. Damn. I, I feel like I a 13 well. on that has to be like bad luck for some reason. I don't know why, but it's good. Yeah. No. Yeah, it feels like yeah. it, right? Oh, okay, hold on. I'll yeah. roll for trauma. I got a two. I guess I'm not too traumatized. Hey, I roll for all Apollo. Well, is it a saving throw against trauma? Yeah, or is it... We... Yeah. Then I am unreasonably traumatized. It's all because Blake didn't come home. No. <laughs> <laughs> Codependent ass. 
So trauma damage. Um, I mean, is that saving throws for trauma damage, or is it the higher you go, the more trauma you get? See, that's no, what I, I thought originally. Oh, cool. No, I I feel like it's a saving. Throw. Okay, let me actually oh, roll that. Yeah, which let me, should we let use? Let me Google this. Let me Google this. Saving throw against. Which Roma? stat is this? Because I just rolled a charisma saving throw and I got a I nat feel like twenty. That's probably. I I feel like it's. Well, I mean, the nat twenty is a nat twenty regardless of stat, but I feel like that's probably either like a wisdom or charisma, right? Right. Okay. Well, I, I, just, I did it before yeah. it was announced. You guys, can, so. you guys can do wisdom or charisma, whichever. Okay, I'm oh, we have a choice? Okay. Yeah. I'll do a real, yeah, a real wisdom well, roll right now. Since I have a choice, I'm going with charisma because then that's a 19. That's so. a, I got a 24. I got a 15. That's a, that's a dirty 20. All right, beautiful. None of you are traumatized. <laughs> I don't, I mean, for consistency's sake, Cal kind of is, though. Okay, but like none of you are so traumatized that you physically take damage. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's like we we're a little bit sh- we're shaken, but we're not like damaged to our core. We're not yeah. broken. We are shaken. We are not damaged deeply within okay. our psyche. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, you did exactly. man up, as it were. Huh. <laughs> um, I think I don't know if this group can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the reason that you all were able to successfully avoid ending world wars without trauma is you have healthy coping mechanisms. Oh. I don't know. I resorted to alcohol immediately. <laughs> I resorted to social media. You also had I a cleaned book. my base. No, Cal had, it balances out Cal because there was the alcohol, but there was also a book. That's you read fair. a book. Okay. Yeah, she okay. does. She does read a bit. Ness, Ness went to her to a human within her or to a person within their support system. Right about social media. No, Ness, no to I be didn't. clear, Ness laid down no, Ness where the down. person sleeps like a dog that's lost its owner. Ness wholeheartedly showered and cleaned the, her base first, and then laid down. I need to make that clear. Did you see still... the names again? I would like to confirm that Blake does sleep on the couch. So Ness is technically also just sleeping on the couch. Yeah. She's <laughs> laying down, waiting. No, because they're not coming home until the morning. I knew they weren't coming home until the morning. I just laid down. I was laying okay. down on the couch. Okay. I may be defensive. Okay. Nothing you say gets past Cal right now. Just saying. Yeah, Cal knows, 100%, I feel. I feel like Ness would have told Cal. Yeah. Like, Cal knows for other reasons. Oh, yeah. No, not just that. Like, she just, you know. Just knows and then, like, wholeheartedly told you anyway. Mm -hmm. No, I like it. I love the sapphic representation that we have in this this arc. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is anybody doing anything else before bed? No, yeah. She's showering after everybody, and then she's gonna get on her in her bunk bed, bunk bed, bunk, whatever it is. And what then, is um, it? yeah, I don't know. Is it's it a bunk bed technically? Is it? Yeah, uh, they, they are. are. They are. We yeah, call it bunk beds. We call it um cubby holes. We call yeah, it rooms. We've called it a lot of things. They're technically bunk beds because Emerald's on a top bunk, so they are in. And uh, Cal lifted Milo into a bunk. So I, they're yeah. bunk beds. Yeah, like, because I have top bunk, I think, over the 
I think I'm above Astrid. Yes, you're above me on the... And Emerald is across from Cal. We got Cal, Astrid on the bottom, Ness on the bottom, Emerald on the top, and then Milo's on the top, and Billy's on the top. I just like to think that every time Cal gets in the bunk bed above Astrid, there is just so much creaking. Like, <laughs> it, is, yeah. it is scary. I'm going to be real. Astrid's a little scared, but she's like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm sure it is, but, like, she's also, like, I was looking up, like, the real version of, like, 20 in strength. Like, Cal's beyond bodybuilding, like, with what she's supposed to be able to do. Like, I think she can carry, like, 600 pounds just casually, like, adventure with 600 pounds. You're, like, the strong person. Like, you know how they have those competitions? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, like she definitely, like, goes to Highland Games and does the caper toss just for fun. Now I need her in a kilt. Now I got, I got to draw it now. Please, please do, please. I think that just about wraps it up for today, for the episode. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you all for listening. What did I say about heart-wrenching? Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can check us out on TikTok and Twitter at Double D20s and on Instagram at Double D20s Podcast. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you will not only get access to our Discord server to come together and cry about our feelings, but among many other super cool things, you'll receive a copy of the map used on this week's episode. And finally, tune in next week, Tuesday, February 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern for the next episode. Eight-ish Eastern. Eight-ish. <laughs> Bye. Bye.